This is Lending on Call. You can, if you can build that culture, that mentality that, that you know, we're 110% customer focused, it spreads. If you're like me, you don't get very excited about the thought of talking with your bank. Long lines, endless papers to sign, and an odd love of cheap suckers. Turns out I may not be alone. In 2014, Viacom Media released their findings after a three-year study involving over 10,000 respondents in which they were trying to understand what industries were ripe for disruption once the millennial generation hit. The number one industry with the highest risk of disruption was banking. I am Spencer Cook, and today on Lending on Call, I am joined by Eric Schwab, Vice President, Mortgage Lending, at Bank Midwest, to talk about this new study. Thank you for joining Lending on Call today, Eric. Hey, absolutely. Thanks for inviting me, Spencer. When this study hit, it caused uh, quite a stir, uh, specifically in Silicon Valley, uh, because the stats are are pretty amazing. Uh, Let me read to you some of the key findings. The report found that all four of the leading banks in the United States are among the 10 least loved brands by millennials. 70% of millennials report that they would rather visit the dentist than listen to what a bank representative has to say. Some 63% of American millennials do not have credit cards. 53% don't think their banks offer anything different from other banks, and the one in three express no feelings of customer loyalty. I'm curious uh, what you think is causing customers to react this way uh, to their relationship with banks. You know, the millennials today, their attention span is very short. Uh, They're looking for, you know, they're looking for the the highest and best efficiencies and conveniences, whether it's uh, obtaining a mortgage loan or or a loan on on a new automobile or a or even uh, just you know day to day day to day transactions on a deposit basis, and uh, and I and I think you know what what you see is uh, is a lot of folks that uh, that are flocking to you know the the Googles and the Amazons that type of thing. It, they're providing the type of experience that is convenient. It's easy. It really falls within that attention span. Yeah, I found uh, one particular statistic in the report very interesting. It said that seventy three percent of millennials say. They would be more excited about a new offering in financial services from Google, Amazon, Apple, PayPal, or Square than from their own bank. I think if you asked most people, you know, the reason these companies are considered innovative is that they have a customer-focused mindset. Uh, do you feel like most financial institutions have the same drive? I think I think banks aspire, you know, to be that, but they struggle with it. They struggle with processes, procedures, things like that. And it really, you know, the customer gets caught up in that. You know, what what is what does the manufacturing process look like for a mortgage? Uh, in the case of a, you know, uh, of of getting a mortgage loan, if you're a borrower, that type of thing, it can be very cumbersome, very frustrating from that standpoint. And what you see, you know, in in uh, that type of figure, I mean, 73% of millennials, that's that's a lot, you know. And you look at the brands that you listed there, and that couple of which I mentioned as well. I think that is the difference. It, it's very much 110%, you know, customer experience focused, whereas banks are a little caught in the past. It's more about, you know, this is how we have to do it to survive, you know, from a compliance standpoint, or this is the way we do it because this is the way we've always done it. Uh, many customer focused organizations, you know, hear, you hear this mantra of inviting the customer to sit at the table or be part of the decision making process. From your organization standpoint, uh, how does a financial organization gain that customer perspective? How do you start? Well, it starts with a focus internally, you know, uh, from that standpoint, you, you know, you got to build that mindset with your team, you know, 
we, uh, we, we produce a, a, a vertical organizational chart or a hierarchy. And when you see most of those hierarchies, you know, in, in various companies, most companies have them, you know, and, and present them, uh, you know, to, to employees, to, to management regularly, you know, as, as you look at potential shifts and things like that. The difference with us is the top of our hierarchy where you'd normally find, you know, a president CEO of the, of the bank or the company, the top of our org chart says the customer is our bank Midwest customer. That's who we report to at the end of the day. And I think that's the mentality that we're trying to spread like wildfire throughout our company is that that's, that's who's in the driver's seat is, is our bank Midwest customer at the end of the day. And it's our job to serve as that, as that uh, trusted advisor, that consultative that consultative approach to which, uh, to which customers respond, you know, meeting their expectations, their needs inside of that, uh, providing the right efficiencies and conveniences through technology partners uh, for us, you know, DNH being such a, such a big piece of that in terms of what we're doing across our bank, but specifically for me in our mortgage lending space, from that standpoint, you can, if you can build that culture, that mentality that, that, you know, we're 110% customer focused, it spreads. If you look at some of the largest banks in the world, you mentioned a statistic around, uh, I believe, the four largest banks in the United States. And it is a very robotic, process-driven approach from that standpoint. It's more about, it's more about the bank than it is about the, the customer. In your experience in the lending world, uh, what are the common pain points or, or friction points for customers that exist today as they move through the process? I think the biggest thing customers get frustrated with is is not having a full grasp of the timeframes, you know, that, that, you know, the things that have to take place, the steps in the process. And one of the things we do in our organization is really take time to, to consult with the borrower, to educate the borrower on what to expect and when to expect it. Taking the application and providing all of your your uh, non-public personal information to somebody that can be a little bit of a stress-ridden process. You're providing social security numbers, dates of birth, you know, the the mindset right away, especially with uh, even you know you look at first-time home buyers that are new to that experience, and 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 it is stressful. You're providing a lot of information, and it takes time to get that through the system. It's something of a of, of just a process-ridden. Uh, a process-ridden feeling as a borrower, I think it's it's frustrating, you know, to have to wait and not know when to expect certain things. And I think if you provide the right education and you can stay transparent and you can provide the type of client experience with the technology that you offer, uh, you, you're going to win every day. What effect in your mind can uh, great fintech technology have on the customer experience? Well, fintech... FinTech technology, if you look at, uh, there's some statistics out there on that as well. And uh, I think, uh, I don't know what the time span is on this, but I think there's over 2,000 startups in the last, uh, I want to say, three to four years just in that FinTech space. And what what you have to love about the FinTech, you know, the FinTech technology is, is it's all, again, it's all about the customer experience. It's all about the ease of use. From that standpoint, it's it, it really is focused on on that millennial crowd. From that standpoint, and it's a it's a struggle, you know, for for banks today who who are a little, as I mentioned earlier, caught in the past. You know, we do this uh, a certain way because we've always done it that way. Is is the traditional mentality? And you get into some of the largest banks in the country. It's tough. 
it is extremely difficult for them to turn the ship and start to and start to uh, change that mentality and apply those things. So as you look at uh, fintech companies and and uh, you start to focus on how can we improve that client experience? How can we take a, a mortgage application from start to finish to, to the closing table? How can we speed that process up? How can we provide additional conveniences along the way? How can we make it easy? One of the things borrowers get frustrated with is the amount of financial information they've got to go dig up. You know, as you think about tax returns, W-2s, pay stubs, bank statements, and not just bank statements, but the whole bank statement. You got, even if the last page is intentionally left blank, you get a lot of borrowers that look at you blankly like, well, you know, why do you need that, you know, from that <laughs> perspective? And I, it, it does, you know, it is one of those things that, you know, I think these fintech companies, you know, they're, they're providing solutions that make that process easier. A kind of uh, emerging trend right now in, in fintech is the idea of an end-to-end solution. I know this is something that uh, your institution has embraced. Uh, perhaps maybe you could uh, describe for us the benefits that you've seen from end-to-end solutions, uh, particularly when it comes to the customer experience. Well, I think end-to-end solutions are certainly a key uh, to that client experience. It's where to, it's where the world has gone. As technology has evolved, you know, you've been able to fill gaps and, and get kinks out in places where you could plug in technology and you, you get to a solution, you know, uh, like I look at DNH. For me, it's very much a two-way street, very much a strategic partnership. As we've used, uh, created our end-to-end solution via the DNH technology is the consultative nature and the trusted advisor approach that uh, that dnh brings to the table wanting to understand our business our model you know how how is this going to affect our customer experience and and uh, i use dnh as an example because most of our technology in, in our bank is uh, various features uh, various programs various uh, solutions that uh, that dnh offers that help us drive out that client experience the mobile application in the morg- in the uh, mortgage space the point of sale to be able to point to to individual FHA, VA, USDA, rural development type of products without having to uh, to fill gaps here and there. That's a key going forward because the client experience isn't just here and there; it's everywhere. As a bank, you if you're going to retain clients, if you're going to improve the client experience and and create end-to-end opportunities that enhance that experience, you're going to put yourself in a pretty good place. Being able to proactively address you know, solutions that are necessary and not always be in reactive mode. You know, I think that's another thing banks struggle with. They tend to be very reactive, uh, whether it's uh, regulatory issues, whether it's uh, process and procedure driven, whether it's, you know, the day-to-day interaction with a client, you know, uh, the history would tell you that it's a very reactive model. And I think I think the end-to-end solutions give you the opportunity to be very proactive in your approach. Do you see any opportunities to improve the customer experience when it comes to banks and credit unions? As time goes on, what you you know, and, and it's kind of predicting what I think we're going to see in the next uh, five years in particular, and you're starting to see it already. It's deeper integrations between these pieces of technology from that standpoint. You know, the next step is that you know is, is creating that deeper end-to-end solution. So I think from a thirty-thousand-foot view. Uh, the most important piece is starting to see these companies become fully integrated with one another to be able to use solutions within a solution, so to speak. And it might be one less click. It might be it might be uh, taking your average turn time from a mortgage application to closing from an average of 45 days down to 35 days from that standpoint. And and the type of things you're able to do with those deeper integrations between these technologies, between these solutions, is going to create opportunities to 
to present those efficiencies. In your opinion, in the next five years, what do you think is the biggest change that's going to happen in terms of the relationship with uh, people and their bank? You know, it's something in our business I think about a lot, Spencer. You know, what's the future of the of the of the human presence as a loan officer? You know, there's some reports out there, Spencer. If we if we look ahead uh, into the crystal ball beyond five years, closer to maybe ten years. The loan officer, as we know it, could very well be obsolete uh, from that standpoint. And again, it's due to the it's due to the innovation, the technology that exists out there today. And and it isn't about it isn't that you know banks don't want to have uh, that face to face interaction, that relationship. That relationship still exists. It's just looked at differently today with the technology that exists. If I were to say two things, one, uh, it's going to be interesting uh, the future of uh, especially with the advent of ITMs to the video tellers. Uh, from that standpoint, banks are extending their hours using uh, call centers, uh, video, video teller opportunities to take deposits uh, automatically uh, via that type of technology. And, and again, in the, in the lending space, from that perspective, you're going to see some of the same things. And I think uh, that's, that's first and foremost. Secondly, I'll go back to uh, the deeper integrations. You're going to see these fintech companies put their heads together and uh, create deeper integrations. Well, it's been a fascinating uh, discussion. I very much appreciated your time and thank you for joining us on Lending On Call today. Well, no problem, Spencer. Uh, I enjoyed it as well and uh, appreciate the time. I am Spencer Cook and today I've been speaking to Eric Schwab, Vice President, Mortgage Lending at Bank Midwest, about improving the customer experience in banking. If you're interested in the Viacom Media Study, check the link in the description below. Lending on Call is brought to you by DNH, a leading financial technology provider that the world's best financial institutions rely on every day to help them grow and succeed. Lending on Call provides insights from senior leaders at America's best managed financial institutions and their partners. This is Lending on Call.